0: So, girls, in the last segment, we had seen the trams playing at exchanging hats and pretending to be Pozo and Lucky in order to while away the time. And uh, since Pozo is the master and Lucky the slave, Vladimir suggests that Estragon could use very heavy curse words at him so that uh, he could intensify the effect. So, uh, Estragon says, what am I to do? Curse me. Estrogen after reflection, so Estrogen keeps thinking about the possible curse words he could throw at Ladmia, and then he says, Naughty! Ladmia, stronger Estrogen, Gonococcus spirocate. So uh, this uh, is uh, again a means by which a trigger uh, laugh, laughter could be triggered from the audience because it's the name of two sexually transmitted diseases and uh, um, Ladmia. Sways back and forth, doubled into Ladmir. Tell me to think. So, why does Ladmir double into? Because that's how usually Lucky behaves. Lucky sags down by the weight of the burden that he usually has to carry. So, Ladmir doubles down so as to uh, enact the, exactly the way Lucky would behave. Tell me to think. What? Say, think, pig. Estrogan, think, pig. So this is a replication of the words used by Pozo at Lucky. Remember, Pozo had asked Lucky to think aloud in order to entertain them. I can't. That's enough of that. Tell me to dance. I'm going. So Estragon is always exhausted very easily by whatever they do to pass their time. Every suggestion that Latvia had come up with, everything that Latvia had pro- probably suggested that they could do in order to pass the time was dismissed off by Estragon. He is unable to find anything interesting enough to sustain his interest. Latvia. Dance. Hog. He writes. Exit. Estragon left precipitately. So Estragon starts precipitating. He starts getting tired. He sweats. I can't. He looks up. Mrs. Estragon. Go, go. He moves wildly about the stage. Enter Estragon, left, panting. He hastens towards Ladmir, falls into his arms. There you are again at last. So Estragon cannot leave Ladmir at any cost. He is so tied down to Ladmir, even though he keeps saying that he wants to go away from him, even at this very instant when he says that he is going he goes out of stage. Ladmir thinks for a moment that he is gone and he keeps hunting, he keeps looking for Gogo, and Estrogan enters from the other side and falls into Ladmir's arms. He has to come back to Ladmir because he is extremely addicted to him and he is dependent on him. He is protected by Ladmir Estrogan. I am accursed, Ladmir. Where were you? I thought you were gone forever. They are coming. Who? I don't know. How many? I don't know. So Estragon is worried because he's constantly beaten up by people for no reason at all. He thinks that they are probably coming to uh, have him persecuted. So then he comes, falls into Est- Vladimir's arms, and complains that he's being pursued by some others. Vladimir triumphantly, "It's Godot at last! Go, go! It's Godot. We are saved. Let's go and meet him." He drags Estragon towards the wings. Estragon dresses, pulls himself free, etc. Right, Gogo, go, come back. Estragon uh, is probably worried that he is being pursued by antisocial elements. However, Ladmir, being the more optimistic of the two, believes that it is Godo who has finally arrived and he thinks that they should go out and meet him. Ladmir runs to extreme left, scans the horizon, enter Estragon right. He hastens towards Latmir, falls into his arms. There you are, again, again. So Estragon is dead scared that he will be beaten up and therefore he keeps taking refuge in his uh, friend's arms. Uh, He uh, since he gets motherly love and protection from Estragon, Vladimir, he keeps coming back to him. I am in hell. Where were you? They are coming there too. So Estragon tries moving and running away in different directions, but he finds that he has no refuge anywhere, since wherever he turns to, he finds them coming. We are surrounded. Estragon makes a rush towards back. Imbecile. There's no way out there. So Vladimir says Estragon, uh, he tells Estragon that, it, it, it is no use running away in any direction because in every way there are people surrounding. He takes Estragon by the arm and drags him towards front, gesture towards front. There, not a soul in sight. Off you go, quick. He pushes Estragon towards auditorium. Estragon recoils in horror. You won't? He contemplates auditorium. Well, I can understand that. Wait till I see. Your only hope left. Is to disappear. So there is no way to which we can escape. There is no place where we can escape. We can just probably we have the gift of disappearing. That would be the best thing that we can do. Where? Behind the tree. Estragon hesitates. Quick, behind the tree. Estragon goes and crouches behind the tree, realizes he is not hidden, comes out from behind the tree. Decidedly, this tree will not have been of the slightest use to us. So again, Beckett presents the idea that the tree, even though it has sprouted a few leaves, it remains the same. It is not even useful for the two trams to commit suicide or to hide themselves. It is of no use to them at all. Estragon karma. I lost my head. Forgive me. It won't happen again. Tell me what to do. So for a moment I panicked. But uh, forgive me. I am calmer now. Just tell me what I can possibly do. There is nothing to do. You go and stand there. He draws Ladmir to extreme right and places him with his back to the stage. There. Don't move and watch out. Ladmir scans horizon, screening his eyes with his hand. Estrogan runs and takes up same position, extreme left. They turn their heads and look at each other. So both the trams go in two different directions and try to find out whether there's anyone coming towards them. Back to back. Like in the good old days, they continue to look at each other for a moment, then resume their watch, a long silence. And they turn towards each other, look at each other, then they keep watch to see whether anyone is coming from two different directions. Do you see anything coming? What? Do you see anything coming? No, nor I. They resume their watch. You must have had a vision. What? You must have had a vision. So, you must have just had an instinct that someone was coming. No need to shout. They resume their watch. Do you? Oh, pardon. Carry on. No, no. After you. No, no. You first. I interrupted you. On the contrary, they glare at each other angrily. So, they try to talk, but they talk together. And then they want to ask each other whether they see anyone coming, but they keep interrupting each other. And then they are angry and they call names at each other. Vladimir. Ceremonious ape. Ceremonious means excessively polite or formal. Why do you want to be so excessively formal, you ape, you monkey? Punctilious pig. Punctilious means a person who pays very close attention to details or to formalities. You, so you are also an equally excessively polite uh, person. I mean, that's uh, an, a, a way way in which they just abuse each other in a very nice way. Finish your phrase, I tell you. Finish your own. So, they are angry at each other because they do not allow each other to complete their phrases. They wait for the for the other and they are too polite to each other. So, they are angry towards each other. That's quite an absurd, comical situation. Moron. That's the idea. Let's abuse each other. So, now they find another tactic to while away the time. They could abuse each other. So, they think of... Curse words or words of abuse that they could throw on each other. They turn more apart and face each other. Now they stand face to face. Lad me moron, vermin. Vermin means means a pest, abortion. So this again evokes laughter from the audience because it's not usually a curse word. Mopian. Mopian is a reference to crabs, lies, or an unruly child, uh, a very badly brought up. Child sewer rat sewer rat is a brown rat that is considered to be a very serious pest in many different countries. It's a pest, uh, a, a rat that uh, keeps causing trouble. Curate, curate again evokes laughter because it is a, a pest. Um, a, a, sorry, it is a reference to a pastor or a priest of a lower rank. Cretin. Cretin is a mentally retarded person or a stupid critic. Critic, as we know, uh, is a critic—a person who, um, uh, who, who probably comments on literary works. So the idea that the term is used as a form of abuse is probably an ironic reference to critics who severely criticize or critics who torment uh, the lives of others through their criticism, and it, it is also a means by which Beckett hopes to provoke. A laughter. So, this final word of abuse is uh, is uttered with such uh, a tone of conviction that Ladmir f- is defeated and vanquished. He grows weak, he wills van- vanquished, he is thoroughly defeated and he turns away. Astrogen. Now, let's make it up. So, I am pausing there for the moment. We will continue afterwards.